Hello there everybody and welcome back to Witch Fix. Today is one of the lesser spotted gaming episodes because I finally bought a new game that has magical characters in it, so uh, it's a red letter moment. Um, anyone who watches the Outside Xbox Outside Extra videos will probably know a lot about this game because one of the presenters, Ellen, is obsessed with it. It is Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning and I finally got around to watching some of them uh, playing the game and thought okay well that looks interesting Dragon Age-esque and uh, I need a new game that is not Dragon Age because I can't play that again they might have me committed so um, I purchased this uh, it is backwards compatible so you can just buy the Xbox 360 version whack it on your Xbox one and play it which is always nice I'm not sure what the backwards compatible situation is regarding the PlayStation 3 version but it's also available for PC so depending on your computer I don't know how PC gaming works, but you might be able to play it. What do I know? I'm just a dumb console owner. Anywho, it was eventually it was originally developed as apparently like an MMO, but then became a single player RPG, which I like because people. And it was released in 2012, uh, which apparently no one really cared about because other big games like I guess Elder Scrolls came out at the same time. So this one largely got forgotten about, and then unfortunately the studio that made it went under although in 2018 thq nordic bought the rights to the game so maybe we'll be seeing a sequel slash remake don't know but i'm looking forward to that and apparently one of the most notable things about the game is that ra salvatore or salvatore who is a famous writer in america whose books i've never read because i don't really read fantasy but that's aside the point i'm sure he's famous he created the in-game universe and lore I did a brief Google on him, and apparently he has sold more than 50 million copies of his books in the United States. Just just in the United States, not even counting up the countries. And 22 of his titles have been New York Times bestsellers. So if that's what the top of his Wikipedia page says, then I'm pretty damn impressed. Anyway, on to the game. Um, it is quite similar to a lot of the Bioware RPG games that I so enjoy. Obviously, most notably Dragon Age, uh, although there is no party system, which we'll get into in a moment. But the general medieval fantasy world setting is very similar to Dragon Age. And, you know, we'll see when we get into it um, how similar certain aspects of it are. So the general premise of the game is that there is apparently a war between the evil fae of like the Winter Court who have gone rogue and decided to try and start taking over the world. And because they are immortal, this presents kind of a, a, an issue because obviously the armies that they're fighting are mortal. And to this end, some gnomes, they're not dwarves, they're gnomes, have decided to try and reanimate some dead people. And their experiments are resounding failures until you. So there's a nice section where you're just sort of being wheeled through under a sheet and they think you're another failed experiment and they dump you into a pile of corpses underneath their lab, um, which allows you to enter character creation when they like pull back the sheet and they have to make little notes about your race, etc. And then they dump you into a pile of corpses where you wake up. Uh, and unfortunately, just as you're trying to work out what the hell's going on, the evil fae attack the lab and basically kill all the gnomes and you have to escape out into the world and then try and piece together what the frick is happening and what your role is in this world because one of the kind of major innovations i guess of the game like the thing that i hadn't seen anywhere else 
is this idea of fate. And apparently because you've been brought back from the dead, you don't have a prescribed destiny or fate yet. So no one can really tell what your fate's going to be, but you can affect the fates of other people around you. And in fact, like damage their fates or steal their fate energy. I'm not entirely sure. I'm still only a couple of hours into the game, so give me time. The gameplay is actually really similar to Dragon Age and to Fable 2 and 3, which I've already reviewed. You get your different classes, magic, stealth, and smashing things, which all have different names that I've forgotten. But you can mix and match on the skill trees. The leveling system is actually quite good in that you can just kind of do skills from all of them and basically make your character in any way that you see fit so i've become a sneaky mage there's similar world building as well to dragon age fable 2 and 3 um, more so to dragon age because basically all the races are the same they're just called different things for example instead of dwarves there are gnomes instead of elves there are fey um so you know it's kind of similar uh, which is kind of good because it feels like you're going into something that is slightly familiar but also quite different but it, it kind of gives you a leg up when you're trying to learn about it the combat is also really satisfying switching between weapons you can have two weapons equipped at any one time and you switch between them by just using y and x so if you push y you'll attack with one if you push x you'll attack with the other one and i am enjoying using some of the new different types of weapons because you have your normal smaller swords big swords hammers daggers bows but you also have chakrams which are like big discs of blades that you kind of throw like frisbees and they come back to you and mine are on fire which is always pretty dope and then you also have fey blades which are like daggers but they're kind of shaped like geometric boomerangs um so they're kind of like fairy wings if you wear them on your back and uh, they're also quite fun to fight with so that's nice the controls are also really easy to learn because they are so similar to a lot of other games out there. Um, so I haven't really found myself reaching for the wrong button at any point, which is pretty cool. The character creation is also really nice and satisfying. You get to customise quite a lot of different things about yourself. And it has my favourite aspect of Bioware games, the fact that you can toggle your helmet off. So you can be wearing a helmet and have all of the benefits of head protection that that would give you. But in the menu, you can just turn off the appearance of helmets. So in cutscenes and in the regular game, you can see your lovely character that you spent at least 20 minutes creating if you are me. The fast travel system is also really good. It works just from clicking on things in the world map. Once you've been to a place uh, like a landmark, um, like a town or the entrance to a specific cave, you can fast travel there anytime you want from anywhere in the overworld. So that's pretty cool and really nice to use. Another thing that I think actually puts it above some of the Xbox 360 Dragon Age games is the fact that because the graphics are slightly cartoony, in the sense of like Fable 3, they're kind of stylized, it looks a lot less dated than it could, and I think in some ways looks a lot better than like Dragon Age Origins does, because that made more of an attempt at realism. So, the slightly stylish nature of the graphics they employ a lot of like magical effects and stuff as well which still look pretty good so the graphics are actually holding up really well even at this point which is you know quite a number of years into the future the environments themselves are quite interesting there's a lot of like enchanted forest but also um i've been to different kinds of forest for example you start off in kind of a nice oak forest which is very open and very starter area 
but I've now reached Webwood, which is the forest full of giant spiders, where people apparently harvest the silk that they leave behind, and they're like silk farmers, which I found really fun and like an interesting idea, because all these fantasy games have fucking giant spiders in, so it's nice to actually have a reason for them being there, and um, the fact that people in the world are not just like, there's giant spiders here, let's like obviously hunt these down because they're disgusting but are kind of living alongside them in this fantasy environment and finding a use for them, which I found really interesting. And obviously the inventive weapons, um, like the chakrams and the fey blades, and the ability to craft your own weapons, if you like break down basic weapons and use the parts to make more weapons, that's pretty cool and interesting as well, as is the fact that because of the multi-classing system, if you put enough points into might abilities, which are like the heavy hitting sword ones, you can wear different kinds of armor, Whereas in things like Dragon Age, you kind of are prohibited from wearing those if you choose a class that isn't warrior. That's really cool and interesting. And I'm so far enjoying the side quests as well, uh, because they kind of revolve around a lot of things like silk farmers. There's a lot of reasons for you to be doing this. There's a lot of world building in those quests, and I do quite enjoy them. Also, stealing everything that isn't nailed down is always just a joy of RPGs. So I'm enjoying just stealing a bunch of shit and then taking it places and selling it. So some of the more negative aspects of the game are, as I said, the, the world is kind of very similar to a lot of other fantasy settings. So it could feel a little bit generic. I think there's like enough in there that makes it different and interesting that you can kind of overlook that but if you've played games like Dragon Age, Fable, um, Oblivion it is going to feel a, a little bit familiar to you because there's a lot of sort of similar kind of races and characters in there. Um, the leveling system although good because it allows you to level across different skills and things can be a little bit confusing going in if you've like never played an RPG before but I think that's to be said of most RPGs um, there's no real sense of how useful each skill is going to be to you when you need to put points in and obviously you can't take points back out of lock picking if you decide that you actually need more of them in charisma for example. Because this is quite an old game it is very similar to Dragon Age Origins in that you don't have a voiced protagonist so that can kind of be annoying because you have to read a lot of text for your dialogue options and stuff but I think again that's something that you can kind of ignore if you've played similar games where you just didn't have a voice protagonist. Uh, one of the things that was really disappointing to me was that there is no party system. Uh, I really like going places, recruiting people who can then follow me around and crucially come into scary caves with me so I don't feel so alone. Um, as sometimes you are accompanied by other people on quests but they're just like an NPC running around next to you, you have no real control over them and they don't really help very much, they just kind of stand there. Um, so that's one thing that I was really disappointed by, especially because I know I think that there's romance in this game, but the options for that seem quite limited, and I've never really understood the point of romancing a character that you can't then like take out on quests with you and spend a lot of time with. I'm kind of sad that there is a lack of a party system, and also not that many romance options, I think there's just like two. Um, so that's something if they remade it I would like to see in like a new game. There is unfortunately weapon degradation, I have to say you find new weapons quite a lot, even like the rare ones, and you can buy repair kits basically anywhere that you just apply to your weapon and it makes it better. But on principle I just hate weapon degradation, so that's a negative for me. There also seems to be very little consequences to your actions. The game tells you that people will remember if you like steal from them, 
and you do get arrested if you are caught stealing which has only happened to me once and then you just have to pay a fine but it seems like there's no real like moral alignment in the game so like in fable you would have like different quests open up if you were of different moral alignments and people would react to you differently and like in dragon age where if you do something one of your companions disagrees with you'll have a fight about it later and kind of lose friendship points with them um you don't it doesn't really seem like that happens uh, that you do get choices to betray people or to make money over doing the right thing but there seems to be no incentive to pick one option over the other except whether you want to roleplay as a good person or an out and out bastard so i would kind of question why those are there maybe later on in the game that'll have some significance but at the moment it doesn't seem like there is uh, similar to the lack of like moral alignment payoff there's also no real sense of racial identity or um, magic user identity so what i mean by that is again in games like dragon age if you choose to play as an elf you'll have different relationships with different characters depending on your race because obviously in the dragon age universe a lot of people are racist towards elves but also elves will welcome you because you are one of them and if you're a dalish elf you'll be able to get on with the dalish clans or if you're a city elf you'll get on with them if you're a dwarf you'll have different relationships with the other dwarves depending on whether you're a noble or castless and again if you're a mage people will react to you and your powers differently and you'll have different choices to make with regards to your relationships with apostate mages or templars who hunt mages. So far in the game it doesn't really feel like the race and uh, profession or class that I chose has affected the story that much. I chose to be a dark elf which I think are Dokulfar. Um, your choices are like Dokulfar or light elf or two different types of human from like different areas um, apparently and you get like a little bit of backstory when you're picking your race but so far it hasn't really changed anything i've met other dokulvar and they don't seem to react to me any differently neither do humans or the few fey that i've encountered because the fey are separate to elves um they haven't really reacted to me differently so that's kind of disappointing because it kind of serves to build your character less i don't know if this is going to become more relevant later maybe when i travel to like if there's a dokulvar homeland maybe i'll fit in better there but so far i feel like people are being quite accepting of me which on one hand is nice but on the other hand makes me feel like i could have chosen literally any race to be and again they don't really seem to be reacting to me as a mage or a magic user even though i don't really see many other people who can do magic so again it kind of feels like the kind of character that i'm building up is less than if i was playing something like dragon age where all those choices you make when you build your character have real world implications having said all that i do think that it is genuinely an interesting game it's fun to play you get a lot of side quests and things like that which is good it has the the age-old fun of just finding really valuable shit and being able to sell it for a lot of money which is my favorite part of a role play game and you know you get to see a variety of magical creatures magical objects and do some magic yourself so if you're looking for a game where you can customize a character play as a magic user and explore a fantasy realm and you have not played kingdoms of amala reckoning you are missing out and i think you should go and find a copy of it asap because it was inexpensive and so far a huge amount of fun and if you haven't seen any of the gameplay for it or you want to i will try and remember to put this link in the description box for the youtube version of the podcast and in the comment box for the cast box version but otherwise go to youtube look for outside xbox or outside extra where they play kingdoms of amala and 
you'll be able to see a little bit of the character creation and what the graphics and everything look like so heartily recommend checking that out in the meantime if you have any games similar to this that you would like me to take a look at or that you can recommend brilliant hit me up on twitter email check the description box for all of that information and don't forget that you can support the podcast by buying my book on amazon which is also again in the links in the comments you can donate via patreon you can buy some stuff from the amazon wish list which would be great because i can add it to my shelves and not read it for six months because i'm really behind but you can do all that really helpful to me and uh, i will see you in the next one bye